Hello, my name is Michelle. And my name is Joshua. And you're listening to... Shivers in the Shadows. Hello, listeners. Our voidies. <laughs> Your face. It sounds like Orbeez, yo. <laughs> I still don't know what that is. Okay, I will not call you guys voidies anymore. It's just like, but it doesn't bother me. It's just like, oh I just gosh. don't like it. Like, you just don't like it? It's like, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me, but, you know. <laughs> you guys should see his face. He's absolutely ridiculous. I would really love your input on what you'd like to be called. My listeners in the void. Okay, I'm glad you're joining us today. We are going to be discussing the case of Diamond Alvarez. This is our first story that we're told we're telling that is true crime. This is a real life event that happened and terrible things happened. Yeah. That she will go into. So I'm not exactly sure how me personally, I'm going to tackle me being goofy and silly as you're going to sit here and describe these things to me. So if I am not vocal, his, that's his the reason why. His entertainment levels will be dropping severely. But yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, yeah. Let's deliver it to them. I'll start with her. She was a beautiful 16-year-old girl. Okay. And she was loved by her family tremendously and her friends, mm-hmm. um, which we'll see later how much... How much, she ma- how much she mattered mm-hmm. to the people closest to her. She was very multifaceted. She loved sports. She mm-hmm. did volleyball and basketball. She was a straight A student. Okay. So she was on the honor roll. She also had time to hang out with her friends and spend time with her family. And she loved makeup. She dreamt of one day becoming a cosmetologist. Mm. Unfortunately, she met Frank DeLeon. Right. And they started dating. And they were dating for about six months. Her mom, Anna, said that she never saw any red flags with him. And no red flags warning her that he was dangerous or that she needed to worry about him in any way with her daughter. They did have an on-again, off-again relationship. Mm -hmm. But that's typical with teenagers, you know? Right. It has been... There is an allegations that he put a gun to Diamond's head at one point. This came out later. Mm -hmm. And... He also punched her, allegedly. Not so, average teenager stuff. Yeah, not typical teenager, teenager activities. Yeah. So the Houston police authorities say that he had also apparently done that with another girl he was dating. Okay. And Anna said, my daughter was always crying about him. And as her mom. And as her mom. Right. But that's also pretty typical for teenage girls. like To cry? Yeah, you just hormonal. don't know. And boys are dumb and they do dumb things. And the girls, I'm so in love and he's breaking my heart. I'm going to cry, break up, come back together. I love him so much. You know, that's. On the surface, it's just teenage drama. Yeah. Like um, I can can see why Anna wouldn't see such a big deal about it. Yeah. On January 9th, two days before the murder, Mm -hmm. Diamond and Frank texted each other because evidently she found out that he had been seeing another girl in this text exchange frank begged her not to tell her not to tell the other girl about their relationship okay 
he texted Diamond, don't ruin this for me. And I, I, I put myself in her shoes. And yeah. That would be devastating. If I'm in love with this guy, it, obviously she must have been in love with him if she put up with yeah. the shit that he did, allegedly. And, and she finds out he's cheating, which must have been so heartbreaking. And for him to tell her, don't tell the other girl about us, don't ruin this for me. Poor baby. Unbelievable seriously and it, like just being as young as she is you know and yeah, even, she was 16 like what she, what does she know about anything? literally nothing nothing she was a baby well january 11th this is the day of the murder mm-hmm. he texted diamond asking her to meet him in a field across from her house she agreed and took the family dog peanut <sighs> for a walk peanut peanut i just pictured like this cute little right this little baby. I, I personally like to imagine not a cute little baby. I like to imagine a dog that made her feel safe or something. I don't yeah, know. well, that's true. Yeah, maybe. They don't say I what don't type know, of dog though. he was. We're dog lovers. Sorry, we're going on about Peanut. But <laughs> her sister didn't think it was a good idea for her to go. Yeah. But she still went because she obviously was a very strong-willed girl. Yeah. And uh, she texted her sister on her way there just to make her feel safe, I guess, because she noticed she know she knew her sister was worried. Yeah. And she said, "We came to the field, and by we, her and Peanut." Mm-hmm. And she texted, "I told him I would only talk to him in the field, and unfortunately, that would be the last that anyone would hear from her." Around 9:30 p.m., the neighbors and her family heard gunshots and the squealing of tires of a vehicle driving away. Her mom heard the gunshots and tried calling Diamond because she knew she was out there somewhere. So obviously she's like, oh, my goodness, Mm -hmm. I hope she's okay." And Diamond did not respond. She and Diamond's stepfather went out to go look for her. But as soon as they stepped out the door, Peanut was at the door covered in Diamond's blood. So they knew something was wrong. Mm -hmm. And the whole family went out to the streets looking for her. I can't even imagine no what anna i mean what all of them were thinking but anna specifically this is her this is her daughter right you know anna said my son found her i tried so hard to keep her alive i couldn't i couldn't (laughs) like it makes me want to (laughs) cry she was found having been shot several times 22 times he shot her 22 times they found her dying and anna diamond's mom attempted to give her daughter cpr but it was to no avail. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Tito Moxigemba, which is Diamond's stepfather, said, whoever shot this girl 22 times in the back, they are cowards. Because at this time, they were they didn't know who did it. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant Larry Croson was at the scene, and he said, people in the area heard numerous gunshots. A family member in one of the houses knew that their 16-year-old daughter was out walking the dog in the neighborhood. They went around the corner and unfortunately they found her on the side of the roadway next to a community park and she is deceased at the scene. And he also said that a dark vehicle was seen leaving after the shots were fired. They found 10 shell casings by her body. Yeah. And most of the gunshots they noticed were while she was lying on her back. So that motherfucker shot her. She fell back Mm -hmm. dying and he continued to shoot her. There were two witnesses that came forward to state that they saw someone resembling Frank's description near the area where the murder occurred. The officers went to his home and they found him packing a suitcase. Wow. But they didn't arrest him until the 17th. Which was how many days after? That was six days later. Okay. (laughs) Can you believe that? I can't. So he was arrested January 17th around 6 p.m. by the Houston Police Department and he was booked uh, at 1 a.m. on the 18th. 
Anna said that her family were relieved they found him and arrested him and that friends and family were keeping vigil at a memorial that they made for her where she was found. Mm -hmm. And there's pictures that I will post on Instagram of this memorial. It was beautiful. They have stuffed animals and flowers and balloons and everything. He was scheduled for court on January 20th, Mm -hmm. 2022. And during that hearing, he had the audacity to say that he and Diamond were kind of seeing each other. Oh, my God. And that she was stalking him because, you know, he's just like the bomb. Right, right. <laughs> Best boyfriend ever. That's what he, you do when someone stalks you. You shoot them 22 times. Of course. Yes. In the field. You text them first. You, you, you text them. your stalker and you say, hey, let's meet up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he also went on to say that the last time they communicated was on January 8th. Okay. Yeah, because the police are so dumb. They're not going to check her phone and see text messages from him on right. the 11th asking her to meet him. Yeah, you know, just mm-hmm. he is really smart, this one. Right. A prosecutor said that he owned a 9 millimeter gun that he claims that he got rid of before the new year. Oh, and also he was apparently walking to a convenience store that night mm-hmm. when this event happened. So he was nowhere near her. Right. Mm-hmm. He Prosecu- was getting stuff to pack with, right? He was getting stuff to pack to go on his... <laughs> On his trip, apparently. Right, right, right. Yeah. Where was he going? Nobody knows. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Prosecutors also said that his new girlfriend, the one that he was cheating on her with, verified that Frank was also violent with her and that he had also pulled out that gun on her. Apparently, she told the police that she was also aware of his cheating and she contacted Diamond and she sent her screenshots of the conversations that she and Frank had had that same night. Wow. So she probably wanted nothing to do with this jackass anyway. Mm -hmm. In spite of him shooting Diamond 22 times, the girlfriend's statement verifying his violence and that he had the gun, the cops found him trying to escape that same night, okay? Mm-hmm. On January 20th, the judge decided to give him a $250,000 bond. It's a lot of money right. for the regular Joe Schmo, okay? But unfortunately, when they give you a bond, you don't have to pay the whole thing to get out of jail. Yeah. I think you only have to pay like 10% or something. And there's some there's some uh, bond places. I, yeah. I forget what they're called. The, the bond places <laughs> where you... Where they get where you can pay the bond. Yeah. Some some places accept less. Okay. Mm-hmm. His family and who knows who else managed to pay the bond in less than forty eight hours, and he was out on the streets. They put an ankle monitor on him and sent him home. So the wealthy can murder. Basically, he was free, and Diamond was dead. And his family, well, and him and her family lived nearby. Yeah. So they had to see this motherfucker walk in the streets living his life, knowing that they took he took their little girl. Anna said, quote, my heart dropped again. He executed my daughter. It was an execution. Why would you want that animal to be out here? For what? She went to Diamond's Memorial after that and cried and told her daughter, baby, you have justice. It's not done yet. It's not over yet, but at least we have a name. So she's trying to stay yeah. positive and hopeful. I can't even imagine what she was going through. My I can only imagine. Yeah. That you just, you want to fight after that. Like you want to fight for something after and she, she fought to look for and her daughter. They did. She fought to save her daughter's this life. Woman, and this now woman. it's like fighting to get her justice. I love this. I mean, this woman, oh my goodness. She took all of her pain and turned it into passion. Yeah. To get this jackass off the streets. A Houston advocacy advocacy group called Fiel Houston helped the family organize a peaceful protest and they had an online petition asking to revoke his bail. They ended up getting 24,000 signatures 
and they marched 2.8 miles across Houston, downtown wow. Houston, but it did nothing. The courts did not change anything at all. He was scheduled for court on March 9th, 2022. And on that day, Diamond's family spoke to the court. You can watch the videos. You can see the videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'll post a link in in the show notes. When when you click on the episode, you can see the notes and I'll put it on there. Um, She pleads to the court for them to revoke his bond and put him behind bars where he belongs. Her and the family, because several of them spoke up told the court about how they've been getting harassed and threatened. The victim's family is getting harassed and threatened. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even, I can't even, even comprehend that. Like, I, I just don't understand why people would do that. None of them moved the court. Wow. They did not do anything. In April of the same year, like the next month after this hearing, he was arrested for violating the curfew. Oh my God. But guess what? What? He was once again put on bond. <sighs> Yeah, because, you know. He's our favorite. He's so pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truly. Don't ruin this for him. I know, right? Like, yeah. he has a life to live. Exactly. Don't ruin it. Oh, my God. So, something that Anna's mom said yeah. really hit, hit me in the heart. She said, quote, I can only imagine every bullet that hit my daughter. I wish I could have felt that pain and taken it from her. She didn't deserve one bullet, much less 22. It was an execution, and I'm only asking for justice. But he remained on bond, and he was free until October of this year, like this last month. Yeah. He's just been free as a bird. Free? Yeah. He, I mean, he's been had an ankle monitor, but oh dude, my God. Okay. He, he can just go wherever he wants. He just has to follow a curfew, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. He had a, a court hearing scheduled for Monday, October 16th. Okay. And he didn't show up for court because he apparently got into a car accident. His lawyers contacted the judge because on the 16th, when he didn't show up, the court, the judge immediately revoked his bond and put a warrant on for his arrest. The lawyers contacted the judge or the court and told him, told them that uh, he had in a car accident and he ended up turning himself in and... So they took him in during that whole year mm-hmm. that they were waiting for this hearing. Yeah. The family has been, you know, going to this memorial that they made for her. And in spite of them getting threats, they've been getting threats and harassed. Mm-hmm. And someone even ran over Diamond's memorial. There's a picture of the car that ran over her memorial. Unreal. That happened in May. The, and is there any reasoning for like why? I, I don't know. I don't even know. It must be her. It must be his family, his family and friends. They must have this delusion that he's innocent or something but even if he was innocent what is like running over the memorial of a dead girl i know like i don't understand they just lost their daughter sister friend why i I just i don't understand some humans i really don't after he turned himself in on monday he showed up to court on tuesday with his arm in a sling (laughs) poor baby he hurt his arm he got a little (laughs) boo-boo and he thankfully pleaded guilty to the charges and he accepted a plea deal that was given to him. I say thankfully because that way the family doesn't have to go through a whole trial. Okay. The length of that, hearing the bullshit that'll come out of his mouth and things like that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's so, from what I've heard and read, it's exhausting for the families. Right. I I can't imagine. Like You just want to get over and done with it Mm -hmm. and move on, you know? Mm -hmm. Grieve. So he accepted a plea deal. The judge offered him a 45-year prison sentence in exchange for him pleading guilty. 
And that's what he did? That's what he accepted, yeah. The catch is he's eligible for parole in 22 years. So he can still have his life. He can still have a life. He's, what, 16? He was 17 when this happened? Yeah, yeah. Now he's 19. It's been two years. That they've been fighting. That they've been getting harassed. Harassed. They've been fighting to get his uh, bail revoked. Mm -hmm. Like they have been going in the media and posting on Facebook and doing everything that they can to get his bail revoked. And not just for him, for other people too, because there's other cases where criminals get low bonds for huge crimes that they've committed. Yeah. It's not fair. It's not right that they get to walk the street with an ankle monitor after they took a life. So they've been fighting so hard, but no changes have been made yet. Yeah. Unfortunately. The Harris County DA, Kim Ogg, said, quote, this defendant clearly had to reload. It's overkill, and the sentence reflects the brutality of this young man's crime. I don't agree, though. I don't think that that sentence reflects his crime. Mm-hmm. That's he not needs life. overkill. No, it is overkill. No, I'm saying his sentence isn't. No, yeah, his sentence is not overkill. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He'll be getting out when he's almost like 40, like my age. Like, yeah. No. Mm-mm. He needs life. Yeah. He needs to get butt raped. Oh, wow. A few times. <laughs> Damn. I was not expecting you to say that. <laughs> Turns out mm-hmm. that he was originally not going to take the plea deal. Wow. But once he, his attorney told him that maybe he should because the judge was going to go forward with a trial for murder, then he was like, oh, yeah, maybe I should take this plea deal because then I'll get life because he knows he did it. Mm-hmm. But his mom, she says... That the only reason he took the plea deal is because he was tired of all of this and he wants to keep his family safe. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. I get standing behind your child, but get away from the delusion. Mm -hmm. Okay, come on. He did it. Diamond's mom was able to give give a victim impact statement. Yeah. Where she called him a monster and she called his mother out by saying that she raised him to be that way. Right. And as soon as she finished, she started calmly walking towards him and a bailiff stopped her. I see. And Diamond's uncle took that opportunity to get some hits in. Nice. Nice. Break that kid's arm. Break the other one. <laughs> they unfortunately immediately grabbed him off of him. But he got a couple He got a couple hits in there. Right. A couple of bailiffs had to grab him. Yeah. And they put him on the floor. And when they put him on the floor, Anna went to go help him. Mm-hmm. And while she's trying to help the uncle, Frank's mom starts pushing Anna. And wow. while she's pushing Anna, another family member, a female. Yeah pushed her off and started going on her like she jumped on her and started Dang. hitting oh my goodness yeah it was like a freaking it was crazy yeah you, you need to watch the video it's okay. kind of crazy show me show me <laughs> anna quickly apologized for her for her actions like she quickly apologized that same day she says quote that was wrong of me and i apologize for that i apologize to the judge i apologize to them when i'm wrong i'm wrong and i am so sorry it should never happen. She also said, quote, that was wrong of me. That was wrong of us because we're not monsters. But it's so much hate because I want my daughter back. And what he did was horrible. Seeing my daughter there and looking at him, knowing he did that and him laughing in my face. It was very wrong. And I'm so sorry for that. Apparently throughout her victim impact statement, he kept smiling at her and laughing. What a piece of shit. Scum. Obviously, no remorse whatsoever. Yeah. 45 years is not enough. 22 years is definitely not enough. His sentencing was scheduled for that following third Thursday. Mm-hmm. And Diamond's family and friends, they didn't attend the sentencing. Yeah. Because they've been threatened for two days. The family had been getting threatened since the fight at the court, at the courthouse. Right. They've been getting harassed They have to fight for justice and literally defend themselves 
and like, can, yeah regularly from these people and not only did he have to walk the streets for two, for two years mm-hmm. but he's laughing at her during her victim impact statement like at least do nothing at mm-hmm. least do that nothing is infinitely better than just mocking exactly her. exactly so due to the fight the judge had 15 armed guards okay the day of the sentencing and they did not allow allow any video or audio recording in the court frank's mom did show up yeah. she was not allowed to go inside because of what happened on Tuesday. Anna and her family, along with the advocacy group Fiel, did a news conference. After Frank's sentencing hearing, Yeah. Anna said, quote, I was hurt, but then angry that he's been smiling and making fun of me for a year and nine months. That Tuesday, again and again, he did it through all of my speech, just smiling. Every time I mentioned my daughter, he smiled. He's a monster in my eyes. That would never change. Did he look remorseful at all? No. He was laughing in my face like it's a joke. A life is not a joke. My daughter is not a joke. But she said she's happy with the sentence and she just wants peace. She said, I've been fighting for justice. And today, finally, my daughter has her justice. Our lives have stopped since that night. We're like walking zombies. He got what he deserves. And I'm going to focus on my family. And Diamond has her justice. And I just want to move forward. Wow. Yeah. Our life had stopped that night were like walking zombies i know that's terrible i know to even imagine just like because you, you even, think about how you would act if someone in your family died and then it's like your child that is yeah you, if you, i lost my child what's, I, how do you would, still see life with the same there'd be color a hole. there'd be a hole in my heart in my hole in my soul mm-hmm. that's why she needed to find a passion to right. keep her going and the passion was getting this motherfucker's bail revoked right so they the uncle unfortunately did get arrested right for hitting Frank. Mm-hmm. The family filed police reports for the harassment and threats that they've been getting. And the police are investigating those threats. And right now, the uncle's case is still in the middle of the hearings and stuff. Okay. Like, yeah. There's no sentencing for that. But I wanted to end this episode with reading Diamond's obituary. Diamond Amy Alvarez, November 21st, 2005 to January 11th, 2022. Diamond passed away unexpectedly in Houston, Texas on January 11th, 2022, at around 9 p.m., aged 16 years old following a senseless act of murder. Diamond was born on November 21st, 2005. Diamond was daughter to Anna Machado, Tito Moxiemba, sister to Ashley Machado, and Abel Jr. Alvarez. Diamond was an extremely loving person. She was kind, funny, silly, beautiful inside and out. Diamond had an unmatched personality. Diamond was unique. Diamond was special. Diamond is and will always be remembered as a sweet girl that she was, a beautiful, bright, shining star we will forever and always hold in our hearts, who did not deserve what was done to her. Diamond leaves us with memories to cherish. Diamond loved to dance, take pictures, laugh, help people, a kind and gentle soul taken too soon from us. Diamond will be forever missed by her family and many others who have her in their thoughts and prayers. We will never forget you, beautiful, sweet baby girl. Fly high, and we will get justice for Diamond. Rest in peace and watch over your family and loved ones. That was an extremely heavy event that occurred. And I can, I can almost, I can feel the weight of the pain. Well, right. I, I'm sure what I'm feeling is just a drop compared to what her right. mother and family. Like we're, just, we're talking, we're just listing out the events that we can only imagine to experience a year and nine months after, of that, after you're losing your daughter, like grieving and still having to fight and still having to defend yourself 
Okay. It's unimaginable. Oof, I can't. But um, I can't. I'm, it makes me so happy that it at least was like resolved, at, at least to that point, yeah. that she can have that peace. Yes. You know, yes, the yes. fact that we were given that, you know. Yeah. Join us next week where we will talk about right? the Crescent Hotel in Arkansas. Oh, my. The Crescent Hotel. The Crescent Hotel. Oh, my gosh. It is very. It's actually pronounced croissant. Oh, my goodness. No, it is not. It is actually Crescent. C-R-E-S-C-E-N-T. No, pr- no, no, it's a common misconception, but it's okay. We won't, oh, go, we won't oh. go into it. Oh, okay. We'll okay, talk about yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. next week. <laughs> Please email us any kind of feedback or ideas that you might have for our podcast mm-hmm. at shiversintheshadows at gmail.com. Or you can go on Instagram and just DM them, us. At? Shivers in the Shadows. What? That's the Instagram handle, right? Yes, it is. Okay, Shivers in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can also check us out on Twitter at Shivers Shadows. Okay. Okay. We're also on YouTube at Shivers in the Shadows podcast. You can find us there. Mm-hmm. And soon enough, maybe even see our beautiful faces. I don't know about all that. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Maybe. But we'll close this off with... An interesting quote. Knowing your own darkness is the best method for dealing with the darkness of other people. Carl Jung. Okay. Let's go Carl Jung quote. Okay. I'm happy to hear that. All right. So thank you for sticking with us this far and we hope you join us next week. Goodbye. Bye.